this gospel passage, as it always seems to be, is extremely applicable. There are few more profound verses ever uttered by our Lord than the truth will set you free. This whole gospel passage is about the truth. And Jesus says, you are trying to kill me because I'm telling you the truth. This is continuing today. What we know is a tragedy has happened. We implore your prayers for the six victims in Tennessee, which were three adults and three children that were killed by Audrey Hale at Christian Covenant School in Tennessee. We also beg for God's mercy on the shooter, Audrey. She clearly struggled with psychological, suicidal, and emotional issues. Before the event, she wrote a manifesto. She has identified as transgender. And so we ask for God's mercy because she may not have free will, full free will, in doing what she did. She was very unstable. That being said, it raises the question, a moral question, that we need to be thinking about. Our society continues to celebrate transgenderism as normal and positive. The numbers have skyrocketed over the years, and a lot of people now are believing because society has not only embraced it, but has glorified it. Places like Harvard, you will get in easier if you are transgender. This makes little sense. Citibank, Hershey, even the Pentagon or the White House will seek you to give you more opportunity. Why wouldn't a young student who does not fully understand the ramifications of this not want to then declare themselves transgender for these benefits? It brings a new status. This is alarming and very troubling. We know from the gospel that Jesus said, what is good will be called bad, and there will be a time that what is bad will be called good. Now, all we have to do is look, is transgenderism, can it be good? It cannot be because it's not the truth. It is false. This is what our Lord is talking about in the gospel today. The scientific facts of sex change prove definitively that reassignment of gender is physically impossible and therefore harmful. Even Pope Francis called it evil. This is dangerous. Studies show those who go through the process are susceptible to much higher levels of depression, feelings of isolation, and suicide. But it, yet it has become normalized as a medical treatment, even though PTSD, schizophrenia, 
bipolarism have become reported almost um, exponentially increasing with these procedures. There is an article in the Nath National Catholic Register that I'd like to quote. And it said that in the late 1940s, Alfred Kinsey, you may have heard the name, an influential professor of zoology, surprisingly, taught that all sexual acts from prostitution to pedophilia are equally legitimate. He promoted the idea that children of any age should be encouraged to have sex. Kinsey and Harry Benjamin collaborated on the first known female hormone therapy, which was administered to a transvestite who wanted to become a woman. This was the beginning. And the point that we're trying to relate to what our Lord is teaching us. And here I want to get into what in seminary we learn called metaphysics. Metaphysics is the understanding and study of being, who you are as a body and soul. It's not taught anywhere anymore. It used to be at all colleges, even secular. And now it's very rare to find any courses anywhere in metaphysics. I was blessed enough to have several, and I'd like to share with you the concept. The issue is that transgenderism denies the very fact that gender is who we are, not just something we happen to have. Human beings are body and soul composite. A person doesn't just have a body. A person is a body-soul unit. It is who you are, not what you are. This is the huge issue. There is no distinction between personal life and biological life as if you can just make a choice. This is incompatible with human nature because the, holy, this, the, the holiness that God inserted into us came from the soul. And with human nature, because the body and the soul, they form a single unit, a single unified entity, you can't change it. So a person doesn't have a gender. This is the basics of metaphysics. A person doesn't have a gender. A person is a gender. You see the difference? A person is a gender. You are either male or female. That's who you are. And it is an inseparable aspect of your personhood. This is important. You know, there's also a deep biological reason that actually sex change is impossible. Did you know this? A person's sex is determined by an X and a Y chromosome that reside in every cell of your body. Every single cell of a woman is female. And every single cell of a male, of a man, is male. Even the National Academy of Sciences affirms, quote, 
There are multiple ubiquitous differences in the basic cellular biochemistry of males and females. Goes on to say that a person's sex cannot be changed by hormones or modification of genitals. It can't. The only way to change one's sex is to genetically modify every somatic cell. No surgery, no drug can do that. It's a lie. And Jesus is saying, you're killing me because I'm teaching you the truth. We're doing the same today. To affirm gender change, to do this, to affirm gender change as good is a lie. It's not the truth. The truth will set you free, Jesus tells us. So instead of gender reassignment, we need to reconfirm the truth in how God created us, male and female. Do you know many now regret going through this? You know, kids go through phases all the time. You know, uh, we now, we, we, we don't seem to understand that. I mean, when I was a kid, all my buddies, every one of us wanted to be an NFL football player. Well, thank goodness we all can't be because then the world would have nothing but a bunch of NFL football players. Doesn't make sense. And so we force something on these kids that is permanent that they will later regret. A child of 13 years old does not understand or care about being fertile at 30. They don't understand it. Here I quote from Dr. Alicia Hendley. This is a former feminist. She was in this article. Listen to her short quote. It's very powerful. Given that the prefrontal, prefrontal cortex of the brain, a section of the brain that weighs outcomes, forms judgments, and controls impulses and emotions. So she said, given the fact that this prefrontal cortex of teenagers is not developed enough to truly anticipate long-term consequences, why would any health professional allow a youth or a teen to make such a life-changing decision? Their brain has not formed yet to understand the consequences of their choices. Yet health professionals are ensuring that those changes permanent be made. She says, how does this not constitute male practice? So to finish, you know, in ancient times, transgenderism was never celebrated. We see why. Women's sports now are being destroyed. Women are watching men use their bathrooms with no privacy. Now the school is being blamed for the shooting. We can't lose sight of there's a tragedy. We need to pray, not point fingers. We have to pray 
that God's mercy will be upon us, the victims, the families. We pray that those who died were prepared. We pray that God's mercy will be on them. We pray for God's mercy on all involved. But the school is being blamed as the reason for the shooting because it taught Christian values. ABC News made that direct connection that the shooter did what they did right after the state of Tennessee had made efforts in legislation to stop transgenderism. But really, the truth of the matter is the state tried to stop genital mutilation of children. So the state was targeted. The school is targeted. Then NPR, who's always against firearms, has now put out a segment urging transgesters, transgenders to get guns. NPR segment is urging transgenders to get guns and to use them. For what? Has anybody, can anybody tell me of any pastor of any Christian church that has murdered a transgender? I may be wrong, but I am completely unaware of any Christian pastor who has ever murdered a transgender. Yet they're being told to take up arms by NPR. What is happening? Men who tried, the man who tried to murder Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court justice, transgender. The nightclub shooting last November in Colorado that killed five was done by a self-declared non-binary person. The manifesto of this shooter in Tennessee will not be released so far, and many believe will never be released. Why not? It will give the answer as to why the shooting happened. We already know the answer because the shooter told a friend. The shooter went back to the school in hatred of the teaching of the Christian values that were at the Covenant School. Christians believe that God is in control. We are not. Transgenderism believes that they are in control and they can domain or keep control over nature, dominion over nature. So the two will be at odds. Jesus told us that this would happen. If Christian teaching is the very fact that God is in control and we are not, and the very ideology of transgenderism is that we have dominion over nature and we can control it and we can dictate, then these will always be at odds. That's why prayer is so needed. The shooter is now being called a victim because hatred for the school and Christian values was stated to a friend. The blaming of the school for these values is now being picking up steam. But I guess it begs the question, why isn't this a hate crime then? Merrick Garland and President Biden 
took the podium after the shooting in Buffalo, as they should have, decrying racism because the shooting and the shooter chose selectively as race-based killing, which should be called out. There's no argument to that. But why isn't this shooting in Tennessee also being called out as a hate crime against Christians and Christian teaching? The state of Tennessee, like I said, had legislation against gender alteration for children. Now what is happening is it's being blamed and these, our lives are being promoted. Really, who's to blame is the agenda that is undermining our society. So we've, to finish, seen first the loss of our schools, indoctrination, and false teaching is destroying our schools. Then we're seeing the loss of our country. The very social fabric is being torn apart. Now we're seeing the loss of lives. How much more will be tolerated until we acknowledge the truth? We need to acknowledge the truth. Simple. Jesus' words of the gospel. So when you send your letters to me, threatening me to stop being political, I point out the catechism of the Catholic Church. The priest has the obligation. When souls and the salvation of souls and the very moral fabric of the laity is at stake, the priest must speak up. I have spoken up. I know it means little, but for what it's worth, this is the teaching of Christ. And until we acknowledge the truth, we will not be free. We will be enslaved to the lies of the evil one. And Jesus gives us the answer. Turn to the truth, and the truth will set you free. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, 
prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.